like a movie. She represents close employees. I don't know. We're hearing, <laughs> look, do you see he made a face? Okay, here's the plot, right? Yeah. David Johansson is going to cut the staff so service isn't so good. He's going to cheap out on the food so that the food isn't so great. He's going to rig stuff so that they don't pay off as quick. He's going to make book mistakes so that people's bills are wrong and they fucking freak out on the staff. He's doing this so Baltimore goes, Jesus Christ, we got to sell. And then he'll sneak in there with a third person hiding and buy, thus getting control of the entire casino. And meanwhile, Caesar's Palace is like, put our name on this. Is it Caesar's Palace? I'm not sure. I don't think so. Well, it does say Caesar's Palace as Caesar's Palace. But we've seen Circus Circus as many times, right? Uh, but that's the same place, isn't it? Like they own it. Oh, is that right? No, I, I, you know, I researched this, but I didn't think to go into the Vegas side of it. I researched so. like, check out the ladies walking behind them. <laughs> Do fries come with that shake, baby? That's the thing. Like, they'll say, like, yeah, here's what we'll do. We'll shortchange them and we'll steal this casino away from them. Right. But they still want to say, this is us. because check out these ladies walking behind you. They're <laughs> the show you see. Right. There's, oh my goodness, you're right. There's an entire parade of bikini girls. Yeah. I think we might have seen uh, Carol, who we saw in, you know, who slept with them. I think right there with her hair. She gave a look to the camera. Such a gratuitous scene. I mean, God bless it. We're also not listening with this. No, you're right. You're right. This is just gratuitous. It's but, just that. But, but yes, but, yes, and I see them. I see them. But. but but yes, Dad, they're right in front of me. But <laughs> but though you have said, Father. But, oh my God! But okay, so they're cutting the budget for his uh, dance girls in, and you know he's like not upset about it. He's playing the game. Let's see. Right. Cutting down the whole show. You give me your <laughs> Quid pro quo. Okay, David Johansson was two years an enlisted man in the United States Army, and during that time, he became friends with Clint Eastwood, fellow enlistee Clint Eastwood. Hey, who's this sad sack right here in Las Vegas? That guy's just like, um, that's Don Rickles. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Don Rickles is cheating. Okay, he's cheating the, he'll take, right? He's got a chip right there in his hand right now. He's, did you catch it? Yeah, I did. So so he will like drop that in his, his pocket. He's going to get caught. But don't you think like Caesar's Palace was having Don Rickles perform there at the time? And they just said, hey, listen, while you're here, do you want to be in this thing? That's yeah, not what okay. it was in Casino, right? You saw Casino. Well, he was in Casino, and we saw him in uh, some other stuff. Yeah, I mean, he's everywhere. You know, God bless streaming services. They unearth everything from the 60s. And Doobie has, like, a lot of Don Rickles television specials he did with Don Adams. You know, it's just weird, dated. You know, and you can find his TV shows he did during the 60s, Shark Yeah. And stuff. That is a great thing about, um, it used to be that was what was great about YouTube. And now it's also on like um, Disney and, okay, look at his outfit. Looks like Michael Jackson. I think that was an influence from Sgt. Pepper, kind of, you know, it's just of the day. Oh, I was going to say Wizard of Oz. Like the maybe, maybe. Oh, Davy, Davy Jones? Yeah, a little bit. Even <laughs> more like Davy Jones' locker. <laughs> so right now, uh, Don Rickles is going to get called in, and he, and like like the son is sort of pleading for mercy, and the father's like, you know, back in the old day, we'd cut his hand off. Now he's going on a list. He's going to it. Okay, so he's going to come in and admit what he stole, and he's going to have to work it off. And it's 300 and something days, like, washing dishes. They do the math. That's how they get you in Las Vegas. Then they never leave. 
what's happening is the son is saying, you know, be lenient. The father's saying that means being weak. The son's learning as this is all going on. He's learning to toughen up. He's learning to give the people what they want. But he does it by hurtful things each time. Hey, hockey puck. Oh, hockey puck. So is he is he like full on uh, Don Rickling or is he acting? Say again. Is is Don Rickles like riffing? Is he just no. like He's really he's acting. So he just went to get have a cigarette, and you know what that feels like. He used to. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but when you want nicotine, you want it. So he goes, "No smoking in here." So immediately, Don Rickles is like behind. Now he's fessing up. He's been caught. He's saying how much money he stole. How much did he take? Why you? Hmm. $86.40? No, sir. Gold? $8,000. Not only did you steal $10,000 from the casino, but you asked what kind of truck ran over my wife. <laughs> what? It doesn't even make sense. What are we talking about? You say she's so ugly, a truck ran. Oh, I get it. That's funny. Wait, what are we? I'm not with you. Okay. It's like talking to Don Rickles after a show. It was great. I didn't understand it, but. Uh... Oh, you're saying he does a lot of non sequiturs? I just think of him as the insult guy. Yeah, but he, the insults would always be like, you know, mm, yeah. Ah, your wife looks like she got hit by... Oh, okay, now I'm totally with you. Don Rickle. But it's such a Rat Pack vibe to this movie. It's like happening in both ways. We got hippies and we got, <laughs> you know, Brenda Vaccaro and... and Look how uh, thin he is. Yeah. And bald, still bald. Yep. Still old. He was always old. Plus three weeks salary. Wow, look at this powerful office. Like filled with garbage. I had to walk halfway through. Look at the TV sets. Yeah. They're off right now. You know, that's a terrible place to play Monopoly on the wall because the pieces keep falling off. Let's see what the sentence is here. He goes, what do you got in mind? He goes, a headache. <laughs> Dishwashers. That's for fair. <laughs> Washing dishes starting tomorrow morning at $110 a week. One hundred and seventy-seven and one half weeks of washing dishes. <laughs> you see, if he puts him on this list, he can never get a job as a dealer ever again in the French Riviera, in Atlantic right. City. Yeah, and so to avoid that, he's going to spend a hundred and whatever it was weeks. Is that two years being a dishwasher every single day, seven days a week? That's how he's going to pay him back for getting for stealing. And and he's and it's free and it's free. What do you think? Did he get served justly? I don't know. It's a pretty shitty. Like it reminds me of that other Las Vegas movie we saw, Las Vegas Lady, where yeah, uh, the henchman had like the boss kept telling the henchman to shoot at this guy, and, and right. no they say like, you know what? I'm not going to shoot at this guy. <laughs> you remember he smashed that henchman in the face. Right? Yeah, right. Like, go after him. Okay, bull. Like, you know, Don Rickles doesn't have to take this offer at all. At all. There's no fucking list. Oh, is he telling him off? Listen, no. mister. Oh, is he like kowtowing? I'll do it. Not only will I lick those boots. So he's pleading for a better deal. Keep me on my table you know right
You see, he's, he's teaching his kid, who looks like a doll right now. Boy, it's a tough life. It's a tough life. He's rough. He's got to be rough. I hope that guy doesn't become famous. Man, you know, after you do kick an employee like that, you got to unbuckle your red uh, sweater. Yeah, your Mr. Rogers sweater. Yeah, Mr. Rogers sweater. After like, I don't suddenly feel like Mr. Rogers no more. Yeah, what? Can't even throw it off. Stressful being mean. He was trying to pull it off his arm and it didn't happen. Yeah, Shane. Yeah. All right, Captain Spaceman. Yeah, Shane. Look how they softened the lens for her. I don't know why she has to be in this scene. So it could be her Her, She's most notable for her rap role opposite Charlton Heston in The Warlords, 1965. Huh. Who did Charlton Heston play? What? Who did he play? Uh, she played Bronwyn. I don't know what that means. I never saw The Warlord with Charlton Heston, but uh, that's, I guess it was big at the time. In 65, she had a debut in Shenandoah as Jane Stewart's daughter. We just missed some serious smacking. Oh, there's the Kino machine. Sorry, I'm all over the place. We're probably going to hear those conversations now. Yeah, that's such a strange part of this movie. Did you see the wafting scent? No, I know I did not see the wafting. Fortunately, okay. this is a class. It's a classy movie. There's no wafting set. And there's strippers like on, on, on uh, monkeys. Okay, so listen to her voice. She doesn't have the breath thing, but she's got the beginnings of the raspy voice. Yeah. Do you hear the rasp? It's not there yet. I can't believe the guy's wearing a crocodile shirt. Eyes <laughs> out, 69. Eyes yeah. Like, that must have been, like, handcrafted by that fucking lacrosse player or whoever the fuck, tennis player. Right, right, right. That's how old this is. Yeah. I am, uh, I am Tony Crocodile. They call me Crocodile as a nickname, but it's actually my last name. So to celebrate, I make these polo shirts, no? <laughs> Good one. You sound just like the guy. They're ugly colors, so bullfighters can find them. So bulls can search them out. She's got a great outfit on, though. She looks like oranges. He looks like a banana. <laughs> yeah, the clothes are all right. Oh, his bare feet. Why are bare... they like part-time smokers? They never smoke, but in this scene, they're going to be... I guess because it's time off and they're having a picnic. They look like they're cutting loose. It looks like they're cutting loose. Now, she's always like, you know, giving hints that she is available to be his girlfriend. And he never bites, but he never discourages her. He likes her. Right. But he, he's not in the getting a girlfriend business, I guess. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a tough business. Okay. The getting girlfriend business? Yeah, he's not in that business. But right now, he's explaining some philosophy about, like, why not give them what they want and stuff. And we're hearing his father through him. He's changing right now. Yeah, because I'm trying to think, like, this movie seemed vaguely interesting because it had this dynamic father and son, like, butting heads. Right. And I thought, like, especially if there was a lot of hotel rooms where they're in, there would be, like, this dramatic arc of them butting, you know, butting heads and fighting it out. And There is. You're right. Now, why is the wife, the fiancé, involved in, like, okay, he has right there like a case of money, right? Just like right. Um, when Fredo was flying to Cuba to see Hyman Roth, you know, to meet his brother, Michael. It's a bunch of money, and he's got to go to Zurich to, like, give it to a bank or some shit. 
but it's risky. He could get arrested. So it's a deal that, like, he's got to do some payoffs to think, keep things, I don't know. Look, Transworld Airlines, did you see it, TWA? Yeah, that's right. Well, that's what it stood for. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. You didn't know. I thought it stood for the Wicca Airlines, like they're oh, a bunch of witches. The Wiccan. The Wiccan Airlines? The Wiccan Airlines, yeah. And that okay. the reason why they had it closed is that, you know, it wasn't a financial. Uh... <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I remember my mother-in-law used to fly Wiccan Airlines. It was a broom. Oh, it was a broom. Yeah. Well, that was coach. Okay. Now they're going to have a fight because the brother, the son's like, I'm not going to Zurich for you to fucking get risky and whatever. And he's like, yeah, you are. And they're going to fight, you know, like, cause you're on team uh you know team casino here and that's what's going to happen now uh, the internet tells me that the glass they they the glass shelves are going to fall but like the internet tells me they fall twice so let's watch okay nice light the lamp is bigger than fucking tony jensen you know you don't have star power when the lamp outshines you is that a good shot it no, it's not. It's they're just shooting with what they have, which is, which is this interior space that they use. You know, there's no, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem like they even bother to like empty out the shelves or you know minimize yeah. the fuss of it. No, I I think this is all a set. I think this is all intentional. Huh. I don't think this is like they're they were shooting in in some owner's pool room. Watch, here comes the fight. He's so scared. He is really scared. Who's his son? Yeah. He's asking him to do something totally illegal and dangerous. Okay, once the shelf has fallen. Twice okay. it fell. fell. Yeah, it did. You're right. Oh, internet. The internet was right. Internet, you nailed it, internet. Wow, the internet was right. Now, I bet you he's got all this adrenaline going on in his body right now. Oh, yeah. Really you ever get knocked into a shelf twice like that? That's fucking crazy. And the dad's got it too, right? Yeah. Brahma. You're going to Zurich. It's not the good kind of drama. It's like the Johnny drama. Yeah. Time to play Monopoly. Now on look, the he's going to go and look, he'll jackpot. He'll hit jackpot. Oh, that's ironical. Not with his father, but with the machine. I'm sorry. If that doesn't happen yet. Oh, these are like foreshadow. <laughs> so he'll go off to Zurich. He's like, nothing will go wrong. Okay, watch. He puts in another quarter. But before he does, it pays out. So his father tells him to go again and see his father's got the payoff hit. <laughs> right. What button was that? That was the make it win button. Oh. So he's getting one up on the kid again. He's always smarter than the kid. By one move. This is what I'm talking about. Like you're building Las Vegas from ground up, and you're building these like let them win buttons in there too. Well, and it's you, in his private office. It's kind of a joke. But then you got like eavesdropping. Like there's a lot more shit than just building. Yeah, scenes. that's true. Now, when David Johansson died, he had pole bearers, and they were Milton Berle, what? Johnny Carson, what? Yeah. Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart? Yeah. Gregory Pack. <laughs> I mean, this guy knew people. <laughs> yeah, he definitely knew people. He was a uh, big time, big time. So this was a very intense and dramatic scene. The father is asking the son to really, really risk life and limb being arrested um, or uh, being, be, you know, shielding his own 
self behind his son, you know, a human shield, someone to take the fall. And he's agreeing to do it because he's on team casino. And just knowing looks. Right. So you play winner's mother, it means whoever's like the boss of the casino, that's who she wants to be. Oh, Transworld Airlines. Oh, yeah, you can see by the brooms. <laughs> that's right. No, no, no. I'll take. Remember the Fredo when the guy tried to take the case from him? Right, that's right. He's in Havana. Where are they right now? There they are. Bonjour. I am, I am in, in Europe. The Borough Black Street, 7-9. My God, they must have fired the barber after this movie. <laughs> no one has a decent haircut in this film. This guy's <laughs> even worse. It's European. It's a European bowl cut. You know, a European bowl is three bowls of American bowls. You know, that's actually Phil Collins. That's the drummer Phil Collins. Oh, right. From his hair, you can tell from his hair. Okay, now, Baltimore is telling the father that they have sold their two-thirds to a third party because the casino's going downhill. Look how nicely he's dressed, huh? Oh, yeah, real classy. Uh, that's a really nice suit. He's, I don't know, he's trying hard. Okay, so somebody in Florida bought from the Baltimore people the two-thirds share. Okay, you're with me? Yeah, I got you. Okay, so he's telling the kid, get back here from Zurich. I got to go down to Florida and find out who bought it and figure this mess out. And the son is like, okay, dad. <laughs> this must be Circus Circus, right? I, I don't know the answer. Oh, didn't we see like a, a movie where it was a circus circus and they had yeah. like the? See, you're right. They just they just had like aerobats, like they had like a. Uh, Do you think know. that's the same room as? Uh, remember, we saw in Las Vegas Lady, they were, she was the trapeze artist practicing. Yes, trapeze artist, and it was basically uh, a giant space and yeah, and in between the uh, the area bats uh, flipping around above them, there was just like a net. So if you fall towards the slot machines, don't worry, this net will catch you. Right, that's right. And don't worry if you're playing slot machines. And somebody's falls, falling on your head, don't worry. Don't worry, there's a net. Right. Look, now he's talking like his dad. Right, he's dressing like his dad. Yeah, because guess what he did, Mike? He went yes. to Zurich, and he took the money that he was supposed to give in Zurich, the payoff money, and he bought the two-thirds of the casino. Now his father owns one-third, and he owns two-thirds. Oh, so it's the tables have... Um, yes, he's become his dad. And she's impressed. Right? She's yeah. just like Sharon Stone going from one to the other. Up oh, telephone. Wow, look at this place, man. Even the, the, the spiral staircase is shag carpeting. Yeah, it's obnoxious. I'm telling you, this movie is, I don't know why Las Vegas is, it's, even for a Las Vegas movie, it's boring. Boring? Well, he just, he just double-crossed his father after his father was kicking his ass saying, you got to do what I tell you to do, right? And then the mother is trying to switch sides and sleep with the son. They're married now. You don't think this is exciting? No, I think it's missing something. Okay. I don't know what would the, uh, all that's going on. 
Well, we don't listen to the sound. That's part of it, right? Yeah. Right. And he doesn't seem like a very magnetic actor. No, he's not. And, you know, he didn't, he was all about the theater. He really didn't have much of a career in films and TV. He was in Cool Hand Luke, and he was in a lot of television shows, you know, one-offs, one episodes. But this is the biggest thing he had, I guess. Now, look, she's luring him upstairs to her vagina fly trap. She's been trying, well, see, this is a view from the fly, the fly trap. Right. She's been trying to do that this entire movie, and he's just been a prick about it. Look at this. That's pretty good director stuff. There, if, if she had some cleavage, it would be better, right, Mike? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, Mike? Yes, Carl. <laughs> Isn't it ironic his name is AC, which is Atlantic City? But why is that ironic? Uh, because he's not in Atlantic City at all. Atlantic City wants to be Vegas. Right. I find it ironic this was all shot at a Trump uh, casino. Yeah. It looks like he's um, Darren on Bewitched right now. Is he? I got that. Is that the outfit he was wearing? I think it was. Well, yeah, it was. It's a different color, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure. We can't rewind. One's like that purple tie. Yeah, let's, let's rewind, Carl. What a great idea. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, people at home, press pause. See, now he's rejecting her. Rejected. Rejected. She, she needs some Just For Men gel. <laughs> he looks. You know, he, he looks like Paul Benedict. Remember the uh, British uh, neighbor from uh, Jefferson? Oh well, that guy was so much taller. I think that guy was like a butler in another thick. Yeah, well, we've seen him around. Well, I guess he looks like uh, what should we call it? The guy from uh, Arrested Development. Jason Bateman. Uh, uh, yeah, right, right, yeah. And she does not look like the sister. Mallory? Ma right, 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 Mallory. That was her name on TV, though. Justine Bateman. Okay, so she's totally rejected, and this guy is taking over the casino. He's going to own every fucking thing now. Uh, let me tell you about this director. His name is Garrison Cannon. Uh, he's born in New York, like Rochester. He, they moved to Detroit, New York City. But he went to high school in Brooklyn. And he dropped out to pursue a career in theater. He became a saxophone player, leader of his own band that was the Garson Kane and his Red Hot Peppers. <laughs> he was a Jewish right. uh, descent. Um, okay, so in 1938, he did his first directorial job, director jobs New York Times consider it one of the test bend 10 best films of that year and he was only 26 he went on to do um gosh I don't know if you would know these things what you might know Tom Dick and Harry 1941 uh you might know my favorite wife in 1940 he, it's it's before our time these films my favorite wife you know, I remember saying that before getting punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was my precursor to my black eye. Now, what is Brenda <laughs> doing there backstage at the show? She's a secretary. Well, I want to know more about the pool table that was in the forefront. So, so he's pretending that he doesn't know what the father's taught, you know, like he's, okay, he, he bought the thing, the father still doesn't know it, he's got to come home, so the kid played dumb on the phone, and then right. he said, I'll, he hung up on his father, and his father's like, we have a bad connection, <laughs> here's Brenda, Yep, he still owns a third of everything here. 
including me, says Brenda. Really? Yeah. Now look, so you can see the roof, right? You see the ceiling up there? So this yeah. was not a studio. Was it a studio? Probably. God, that makes it even worse for me. I guess well, it makes it. It's very easy to do that kind of you see the roof is that tiled roof. Yeah, you're right. All right, well that makes sense. I just felt like it was claustrophobic. I felt for a moment they just found a location and shot around it. Right, gotcha. I mean, that would have been easier, but no, I think the budget was spent. Like, this is from the casino, probably. They didn't do this special, but. Right. Whoa, who's waking me up? Right, I didn't have time to put makeup on my chest. Oh, it's Brenda. Brenda Yeah, yep. and she's in love. <laughs> a meathead so she came in stormed in told him that she was in love with him and then stormed out now he storms into her place and smashes the door in and said it was a pass key because that's how she got in with the pass key so he broke and entered Why am I a meathead, he's saying. Well, now, this movie is a good movie, Mike. I mean, it, it deserves, listen, audience at home. I mean, if you miss this, it's okay. But, I mean, if you want to watch it, you, I don't know, it doesn't stink. <laughs> it has, I mean, it has a little depth to it if it's about this father-son relation and, yeah. and back and forth. And there's... Um, acting you know there's good acting in it now this director has a famous quote uh from his play called born yesterday and it's on the new york city public library plaque on 41st street sidewalk it says i want everyone to be smart as smart as they can be a world of ignorant people is too, too dangerous to live in so someday i will go to 41st street by the lions and i will take a picture of that for the for the podcast and Mike, you living in Los Angeles, you will go. There we go. You will uh, go to the seven seventy block of Hollywood Boulevard, and you will find David Johansson's Hollywood Walk of Fame star. Oh right, yes, of course. I step on his face uh, star all the time. <laughs> it's right next to uh, Peter Lorre's. And we'll put it on our Facebook page. Both shots together. We, listen, if you want me to run over to Hollywood Boulevard so I can like, stand by uh, some loser's star because he, you know, he happened to be, look at that shoe. He happened to be in uh, the movie we just saw. You can sit in that with dice. Wow, you said, look at that shoe before it showed up on my screen. We might be at different times. Oh, I haven't touched anything. Okay, I'm at 121, 30, 40, 41, 42, 121, 43. Oh, I'm, I'm 50. Why don't okay. I just pause for that? I'm going to no, pause no, for two like, seconds. We don't want to miss no, the no, I'm going to pause. I'm going to pause. Now, Brenda shows up, and Brenda's essentially like, I'm leaving, so this is your last chance. Oh, wow. <laughs> so she's asking him like please could you just please come on come on she even moving she what it's an awkward scene because she's like really saying, please sleep with me because like, you, you know, you're, your father's going to come home. You're going to have a fight with him. Everything's going to fall apart. I'm not going to see you again. So come on. Right. He does. 
Now, this director directed a lot of films. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. And this was his last one. Uh, but he wrote films. One, two, uh, it's in the tens. Best remembered screenplays, however, were written in collaboration with his wife, his wife, actress Ruth Gordon, who he married in 42. Together, they wrote many screenplays, including six that were directed by George. I don't know. They included Spencer Tracy, Catherine Hepburn film comedies, Adam's Rib, 1949. Oh, I love that movie. And there's Pat and Mike. And they wrote plays together, and he wrote one, two novels, and he did three TV things. So he was, he died at 86 years old, He or maybe he died at 80. He was uh, prolific. Oh, yeah, here it is. Kanan died at 86 in Manhattan of undisclosed causes, which means he was old. We don't want to bother. Right. This is a little funny. Brenda's gone and this new secretary is here. So he walks in. And he's like, you know, AC is very busy today. He doesn't even know that that's the boss. She doesn't know. Oh, she's telling that he's very busy. But the truth is, it's Andy, his son. There he goes. Mr. Smith's not available. So this, I feel like this movie ended and then it decided to continue. Well, no, we've been waiting for the big confrontation when he learns that he has been edged out by his son. He oh, only yes. owns one third, and his son is the new Baltimore. Hey, kid. He did good ripping me off. So now he's pretending to be impressed. He is impressed, I guess. He doesn't understand that he's kicked out. Or maybe he does understand and he's scared and he's trying to play it off. Right. A lot of power happening. Yeah. The son is not giving out any info. Look at that. No belt for this guy? How crazy is that? Yeah. Look at that interesting piece of art there. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's where you go for art in Las Vegas. Each hotel room is a different piece of art. <laughs> he's saying he's proud of him. I missed the last thing you said because I was looking at his acting. What were? Oh, that you know, in Las Vegas, every hotel room has a different piece of art. Yeah, and remember, at one time we saw. I think it was that was Hollywood. That was the Rosebud Beach Hotel. Never mind, that was Florida. It was the Duran Duran paintings. Right, they're everywhere. I like think him. he's going to learn now that he's out. Still hasn't told him. So now he's he's telling him his own rule. That's what the whole movie's trying to do, saying he learned so well, he became a fucking son of a bitch. Right, but he, he did it at his father's expense, and his father's a shithead for punching him in the middle of the movie. Yup. I guess they repaired the shelves. Right. The internet tells me that, that, in, scene, that in that scene, these uh, two uh, Latino gentlemen put up the shelf twice. Uh, look at their suits. They kind of match. You hear that? I'm not interested in partners. Wow, I love it. It's so classy. You could buy suits in the in the lobby. Yup, window shopping. So you could be like, either you make a lot of money gambling, and then you just spend it in the lobby, or <laughs> they say, "Listen, sir." Miss Carl, you have to wear a shirt and pants, <laughs> to, and let's just go around the corner and buy something. Yeah. Put it on your tab. Pretty woman, pretty woman. 
Not really, though. No, really. They went shopping, but not in the lobby. Now he's starting to get pissed. He's learning. I don't know. I guess I'm a little done with this movie, too, if we're not listening to it. You know what I mean? Otherwise, we're just right. walk around. This movie would have benefited with some subtitles for us. So the the wife has somehow is, like, not around. She's, like, leaving him or something. It's unclear. He, after he rejected her, she, like, moved out. Um. So, I, I'm almost, I guess I'm out of information to tell you. Kanan and Catherine Hepburn, the director, were the only witnesses to Laurence Olivier and Vivian Lee's wedding in California in 1940. Is that interesting? No, it's none of it's interesting. <laughs> okay, the director said, he's quoted as saying, when your work speaks for itself, don't interrupt. Is that interesting? What an asshole. Why would you say to you like that? This guy sucks. All right, so I'm out of stuff to tell you. Uh, yeah, no good. Williams played Phyllis. I'm out of stuff to tell you. Uh, so does the father kill the son or the son kills the father at the end of the movie? That's no, no. At the, at the end of the movie, the son... Do you want me to... T- at the end of the movie, the son kind of falls on his sword and just gives his father back his casino. He just wanted to show him he could do oh. And he goes off with Barbara, who is impregnated. And they live happily ever after in Princeton, New Jersey. Oh, great. He goes back. Yeah. He gets out of Las Vegas. That's right. Again, this town spits you out. Look how the son's being such an asshole. He's eating, ignoring... Look how hurt he is, man. Yeah, I know. He does. You can see it in his face. What is David Jensen's, like, taboo? Like, what was his dark secret that, that caused him to die so young? So I didn't set up the, 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 the zinger he just gave before. They were getting a massage, and uh, his professor was like, how does a son get to be like his father? Example, example, example. So now this is the breakup. Uh, t- doesn't it look wet outside? Am I wrong? This is the breakup conversation. So she's essentially admitting that she came on to him and he rejected. And he's impressed with the son that he didn't even mention it. So he's like, well, you're still my wife. I still love you. Everything's cool. <laughs> he is. Holy cow. Are we in the same spot? Is there some yeah. woman just taking off her boots? Her, uh... She's trying to sell. She's being a model. It's her job to go around and say, this is available in the lobby. What are they going to do? Like, hey, honey, I'll be right back. I'm going to buy that bikini that he's wearing. We're going to meet in the bathroom. (laughs) That's right. So he appreciates that she was honest. Are they across the street from the airport or? No, No, it does look that way, right? No, it's the strip. It's the strip. So basically... What's happening here is he is not uh, breaking up with her, rejecting her, uh, being super jealous or something. She, he's just, you know, admiring that she told the truth and she, like, left him. Like, she just assumed they would be breaking up because of her horrible crime. I don't know. Right. So he's forgiving her. It's a nice scene, even though it's not a nice situation <laughs> I'm done with this movie I'm done with this movie too but I'm yeah. so watching. I kind of want to see how it ends <laughs> a 
Okay, we're all here. Conversation. None of this looks entertaining, to be honest with you. It was. Listen, uh, you go to Las Vegas, you can play Kino all night. You could look at guys in silly costumes, and then there's guys in the corner moving money around. Well, what we were overhearing is a woman like asking, like making a telegram for, you know, so and so, Mr. Charlie Smith, to please wire $200 to, you know, Western Union on the strip. Look at those ridiculous things on their head. Horrible cinematography. Horrible cinematography. Hold the camera still. <laughs> okay, now Barbara is saying, I'm pregnant. Right. And I'm going to get a can of seltzer. I'll just be right back. Are oh, you going to leave me alone with this movie? She's not pregnant? I'm not far. I'm just going to the fridge here. What a, talk about a pregnant pause. Oh, she's oh, pregnant. I'll be right back. I'm going to go get a hard seltzer. You go ahead and uh, continue the conversation. Well, Mazel Tov is the first thing I want to say. I'm back. Uh, I'm back. I just listen, I'm, I'm congratulating her. It's exciting to be a, a young mom. Well, I knew no, a young we're talking mom. right now, unfortunately, about a potential for an abortion. And she's like, I know someone. What? What's, yeah, that's what's going on. I was just complimenting her. I knew of a young mom back in the late 60s. My mom. <laughs> Well, she won't go through with it, okay? So she well, is smiling. Don't touch my mom. Listen, tell me my mom. Okay. I'm going to crack the seltzer now. Great. Thank you. What a pregnant pause. Damn. She really has a pretty outfit on again. Um, he's saying, I'll give you five grand. Right. You really turned into him. It's a heartbreak. So beautiful. Las Vegas is so beautiful no matter what happens. Right? You get a heartbreak out of Yeah. You know what I getting the vibe from do you remember in empire strikes back when it was like i am your father they were out on those like like you see the abyss behind them and and it's like uh they shot it in this pool and they just kind of cgi everything out CGI. <laughs> oh you mean in them no there was yeah, there was green screens right remember it was blue screens right they put a bunch of blue screens by the front of the water you can see the reflection of the pool on it. It wasn't a good job. <laughs> Why do we switch from blue screen to green screen? There must be a technical, it must be better. It was a certain point too. Like it must've been a certain time where they just switched it. Yeah. I, I mean, pretty quickly too. It must still use blue screen. You know, there must be like some people who rock the blue screen. Right. I think that nobody wants to work blue. Oh, right. Oh, I see. It's family. You know, uh, in in England and Spain, they call a blue movie. Look, a... look see the wait, woman waving. She waves at the camera. She's inside. She's wearing blue. Oh, I missed it. Damn it. Oh, darn. <laughs> so he's walking movie. along like, I'm in my movie universe. And then some tourist lady was like, oh, hey, I'm on camera. <laughs> Wrecking it. And they must not have noticed and just left it in. All right. So now we have, you know, Hero's Lonely Walk, uh, the, you know, and he's remembering the different influences that drew drove him to this double cross. Oh, lots of craps. Yeah, he's going craps. Hey, look, girls, girls. Topless they, cars. If they're topless goes, I'm not interested. If they're topless go goes, oh, yeah, yeah, then I will go. You know, bars anymore I, okay i go to this topless bar it started raining 
Oh no. So stupid. The, guy, the bartender's handing out umbrellas. I'm like, how about a roof? I don't go anymore. You remember that Rodney Dangerfield joke? He went to a topless, bottomless bar. There was nobody there. <laughs> Wait, no, I don't get it. Because they have no top and no bottomless. What? Yeah, there, there was nobody there. It doesn't have to, doesn't have to make sense. It's all about the cadence, goddamn you. <laughs> I know. I've got one like that, too. Like, one time, I'm ranting, I'm ranting, I'm ranting. And I go, I went to the U.S. Open. They were closed. Did this make any sense? Right. Does it make any yeah. sense? Here we here we see the broken uh, father playing cards, and they're going to have. This is when they're going to. The thing that made him stay, remember, instead of going to Europe, was that cut of the the high card. So now they're going to do it again. They're going to high card for. Saying like, let me buy you out. <laughs> uh, things are happening. Yeah, the movie's ending. Luckily. Oh, I've never been more bored in my life. Well, it start. It had promised this film. It was done well. If we were watching it with the sound, it would be different. We got right. to see Don Rickles get his ass kicked. We really got to see a young uh, uh, Brenda Vaccaro, and she wasn't hawking bras or Playtex tampons. Um, David Jansen is interesting to our film. Okay, here's one. We know him from the Golden Gate Murders, but he was also in Bonzo Goes to College. Oh, we saw Bonzo Goes to College, too. Yeah. So this is his wow, look, at that. look, he's all pissed off. Yeah, he threw all his money in there. No, he t those are the cards. You want to play cards? But ah, high card gets the casino. So he was betting in his own casino? Uh, yeah, you know, he's hurt because he's uh, lost. He's only got the one third. His son is the new Baltimore to him. He right. doesn't even get to run the day to day. His son will do that. Uh, so, therefore, he was just drinking and gambling and fucking around. But he did get to stay with his wife. You know, we had that scene. So the sun comes upon him, and they have a fight. And it gets down to this. Fine. I'll do high card with you for it. Oh, and that's how the sun loses it. But the truth is, the sun got the higher card. So he lies and pretends that the um, uh, that his father won, okay? Mm -hmm. And then he goes mm -hmm. off and starts a life with Brenda in Princeton. So it's basically just saying, like, uh, here's like, the Princeton gambling movie. Thanks for coming. Now enjoy it, Las Vegas. Yeah, it's just saying that jack of hearts okay it's just yeah. saying that like he just wanted to show him that he could do it now he's been a jerk to everyone in the world now we see she sees a, yeah the wife sees it's a king so he's gonna get mad right? she's looking at her he, knows, he knows that he knows that she knows <laughs> god damn it I'm pretending. Oh, I lost. I lost good, I tell you. Oh, why did I do that? What a wallop. What a galoop. What a galoop. What a gizgorp. You know those water fountains that glorp? Glorp, glorp. They started blorping. Blorpy, blorp. They started playing Christmas music. Blorpy, blorp, blorp. See the nice hug? Yeah, thanks, son, for giving me my shit back. <laughs> but she doesn't know. He thinks he won it. And that's what the son wants. The yep. son wants his father to have a happy moment of victory. You beat me. You get your casino back. Now that she's like, hey. I saw it all. She saw it all. But do we need that? Does he, uh, does he go on his European vacation then? Yeah, right. 
Do we need that little thing? I think it would be better if nobody knew but him and us as the audience. But oh, look, it's during the day. The strip during the day. Yeah, see, so here the guys. There's no clocks in Vegas. It's weird. Oh, let's see what's on Petticoat Junction. Look out, Mr. Red. Yeah. Hi, Mr. Red. Your neighbor's coming. He doesn't know you talk. Uh, Wilbur. So he's saying, all right, everything's back to normal. You're my secretary. And she's saying, no, I have to go. Wow, look at that. Instant. So space age. Right. I'm always reminded of uh, the Venture Brothers where they discover their their father had a back, back cave. Uh, the villain discovers a back cave and his henchman's complaining that the giant TV set's not Wi-Fi enabled, like the computer. <laughs> takes up the entire wall and there's like no Wi-Fi to it. Bleep, bleep, blurp, blurp. Look at them. They're oh, there it is, the water blurper. Is his son going off with Brenda? Why didn't she say anything? Oh, look, and there was the chariots, like you would see when you visit Caesar's Palace. Like, yeah, that's right. Be, did you see it when it went past? It was swinging low. The chariot. The sweet chariot. Oh well. They requested that you could hear the director make that request. Yeah, it says, take me to the airport, please. Coming for to carry me home. Okay, so he gets out a picture of his son. Yay! Uh, hey. Champion, Princeton grad. I think it was the same actor who showed up in the flashback. And the, uh, yeah. the imagining. Please and oh Lord. Oh, look at any movie. Does that mean the movie's over too? Yeah, it is. Goodness, that piece of crap. Oh my God. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that has been Where Is That Without Two Microphones? Without Two Turntables. Turntables and a Microphone. Caesar's Palace at Caesar's Palace. Yeah, you were right on the money about that. And that's pretty bad research for me to not catch that. Oh, please. Uh, and at least, even though this episode stunk, this movie stunk, I got two open mic jokes out of it. Oh, yeah, and, and they weren't mine either, so that's pretty depressive. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, wait. Look, I know I'm stealing your jokes, but it's on record. It's on record. Oh, no, it's fine. I enjoy it. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, uh, well, that's it, everyone. Thank you. We'll see you next week for Going Coconuts on Core Presentation. Thank you very much. Uh, this is It's 6 o'clock. We are live from San Francisco, California. 
My name is Junior Jenkins, and I'm bringing you the Gates of Delirium, the wild tour through the eclectic and esoteric outer fringes of progressive rock and roll. As always, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Alfred.